Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. You know, every time that Are You Ready comes up on the screen, I just, I get chills and I get reminded about why we do this every single week. So I get excited when they're, when they're playing the, so it's like the kick in right there. Yeah. Do I sound good now? You sound great. This is the best you've ever sounded. Whoa, whoa. Well, Dan forced me. You got to wear a headset. I can't hear you. I hear an echo, GJ. So you know what? This is what I got for Dan. So hopefully you need a passy. You need a passy. You need a binky. You need a pacifier. What else? What did you call it in your household growing up? I didn't use one. I was too busy going Gerber. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Miss Nancy, I need you to tell me if TJ <laughs> used a binky when he was growing up. Because she's watching right now. She won't tell me the truth. <laughs> Put it in the chat, Miss Nancy. Put it in the chat. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> don't remember. Well, it's because you were too little, but I, I can't wait. I cannot hey. wait to get her response from the comments. All I know is playing around with Moses and <clears throat> told me, don't drop this important document. It was made out of stone. He <laughs> said, don't drop it. <laughs> you mean the 15? Now there's 10 <laughs> commandments. <laughs> History of the World, people. That movie is called History of the World. Um, okay. Okay. Man, we're, we're how you doing? We're, we're teasing. We're teasing. We're teasing. Yes. Yeah, Dan we can have a little Dan. fun. Dan was the one who was with Moses, not me. <laughs> hey, I came with my jacket today because here in California, Northern California, it's been not getting above 50 degrees. Been well, getting I, down to 40 degrees. I saw that y'all might get a foot of snow across the state. And that was going to be one of my weather ones. But I was like, it hadn't happened yet. So. Unless it does happen, because well, we don't have rumors of weather. We only have rumors of war. <laughs> we don't have rumors of weather. We have actual weather. So here's the deal. In the Sierra Nevadas, seriously, this past, this past weekend, three to five feet of snow, and some places got eight feet of snow in less than 48 hours. I mean, it's like just dumps on you. Unbelievable storm. Probably one of the biggest storms they've had up there ever since I, well, ever since I can remember. Well, I was gonna but wear my swimsuit. I was gonna wear my swimsuit today because uh it's gonna be 70 degrees. 70 degrees. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the yeah, seriously. In Nebraska? 
Yeah, I'm going to go swimming. All right. Well, do you have any water in your pool? I do have water in the pool. I'm not going swimming because it's probably like 32 degrees. 33. It's 33. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So, hey, we got to get to it because we have a lot to cover today. But we're I doing don't well. I, I, just- I, I literally got nothing. I literally got nothing, people. Hopefully, y'all have some. You got time. I got you nothing. got time. I'm going to the you comments. Oh, hey, Tiffany's there. <laughs> Hopefully, you got something because hey, I got up, nothing. Dude? I got nothing. Uh, well, we got a lot. Nothing. But hey, let me. I want to catch up, buddy, because we have. I just finished my finals in law school. Actually. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that, Mister Attorney. Not yet. Not yet. There's our sponsor right there. Your name here. Um, yeah. Finished. Finished up my uh, finals last Friday. Feel pretty good about them. Haven't gotten all the grades back. And um, yeah, I'm just. Um, we have about three weeks off, so I'm looking forward to getting some work done around the house. And anyway, that's kind of where we are right now. Uh, and you got some, you got some people coming into town, staying at your place, probably going to have a good time. Yeah, one person coming. I'm ready for him. <laughs> I'm Mr. ready for JQ. him. Yeah, JQ. We're not going to use his name because might incriminate him. Just Maybe. Saying. No, he hasn't. He hasn't given us he hasn't given us an NDA to come on the show yet. So Yeah. He had to come on the show. And then his his partner, he won't come on the show. Dr. Man. E. Dr. E. He needs to come on the show. He really yeah. does. Yeah, he'd be great on the show. He would. You know what? I'll talk to him next time about that. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe. He, he doesn't even talk to me anymore. He does. <laughs> that's good. No, no. He's no, got a lot going be- on. No, that's not true. He said you're his favorite now. Kick me and JQ to the curb. I don't think that's true, but. That is uh, true. It's true. It's true. It's my story. It's my Gerber story. Back to you. Yeah, you're sticking to it. All right. So I wanted to start off with. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. There you go. May God have mercy upon your soul. I had to get it out there. If you want to talk about that, that's up to you. What you said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it because I don't want anybody. Nobody even knows what we're talking about. So I'd love to quote that movie right now, but somebody's going to think, are GJ having a fight? <laughs> no, 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 no. Go search that on YouTube, that quote. May God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. Yep. Make yep. sure you put the two words, Billy Madison in there. I'm just saying oh. you might want to have that. <clears throat> Might want to have that in. And the reason I'm putting that out there is because <laughs> Dan sent me like 28 texts yesterday. I couldn't make heads or tail. Obviously, this is Tuesday. We normally do it on Monday. <clears throat> and he wanted to do it like at midnight. I'm like, dude, I go to bed. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not nocturnal like you. <laughs> I mean, JJ, you're starting to show your age. <laughs> Going dude, to bed was, at eight o'clock. No, I wasn't. It was seven fifty-nine. Alita came and <laughs> tucked me in at eight o'clock. She came tucked in. Here you go, GJ. Here some more, some more milk. <laughs> <laughs> With some cinnamon. Did you get some cinnamon in your milk? Yeah. All right, we got to move on. Okay. I don't okay. know if she puts in that milk. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's not something called propofol, which is uh, you know, it's Whoa. something that. You- to put you to sleep. 
Whoa. And it looks like milk. All right. Well, you might want to double check the label on whatever she's pouring. Just saying. Okay. All right. Okay. Seriously. Joel 2. Quit joking yeah, around. Joel 2. Joel 2 verses 30 to 32. Here we go. And I will cause wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and column <clears> smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and terrible day of the Lord arrived. That's just a, yet another quote from the scripture about the end times. It actually even says in the last days, God will pour out a spirit upon all flesh. He will cause young men to see visions and old men to dream dreams. I've started dreaming dreams, so I guess I'm old. So when we talk about earth news, that's another passage of scripture other than the one that Jesus, you don't even really need anymore what Jesus said. But you go back to Joel, it's actually in Joel 2. And man, we've got a lot to share in earth news. I was going through our list and I mean, we just have a lot to share on this one. So I'm going to pop up the first thing right away. No, no, so you, you might have seen this. You do. Well, no, you do too. You do. You really do. You no. really do. I'm going to show no, you no. that you have a lot. Okay. La Palma. All right. No, that's coming up later. But this, <laughs> as you can see at the top, is a, the a Russia meteor that was seen um, and filmed. Somebody just happened to catch it on camera. So I'm just going to play it for you. I'm going to turn it down just in case they're cursing in there. But look at that. Boom. Look at that. Boom. You want to see that again? Yeah, there it is. Look at that. And then it flashes out at the last second. So meteors continue to come down and they're, and I have to tell you, I've not seen this many in the news that big. It's like flaring up like that, but it seems well, like big, Russia gets. Well, the big one they couldn't see because it went right by us. And uh, that's true. That's a true story, but. It is a true story. I'll that's all, that's all bring that up. So, but you've got one to share. I know you do because you sent it to me. I did. You did. You sh you you sent it to me. I'm gonna I pop it up on the screen. I don't. I don't remember. It must have been while I was being texted in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, here it is. This is what you sent me. I want you to talk about it this time, not me. I, I don't even know what that is. I have no I'm idea. gonna make it nice and big for you because I know you need to see it bigger. I don't know what that is. Don't know it's volcano. Oh, it's La Palma. Some... La Palma. No, is that La Palma? La Palma has a record, uh, I think 87 days now, 86 days. So I don't know yes, it long where it's flowing. So we're seeing records of all types. So anyway, that was one of the, the, the topics. Then, oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, just take a look there, though. It says the Volcano, Santiago, Fuego, Kilauea, Sangue, Pavlov, White Island, Loma. Another one that's threatening to go off in Alaska. We've got, I mean, wow. we have so many volcanoes going off right now, but this particular wow. one in La Palma is uh, kind of settling down a little bit, I would say. They're saying uh, it they is, but, have, but is it? It's still flowing. It is it? It's still flowing. It is, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. But it's still flowing. It's just it hasn't uh, it haven't had a lot of tremors like volcanic tremors. But I have another shot for you that I want to show that will show you face what La Palma looks like from today. So, of course, I just dropped my microphone. Oh, no wonder you got an echo. Yeah, that would go. But check this out. This is La Palma from space, and I'm not sure if you can see the cursor floating around the screen, but. No. Um, 
at the bottom of this eye, this is La Palma. This is where it's been going off. If you take a look at the bottom third, that's where the volcano has been going off. Actually, I would say the bottom half. And uh, you can see that there's not a lot of ash that's happening. So the volcanic tremors have, st have not been happening as much, but and the lava flow is still happening, but not a lot of spewing of ash into the atmosphere. So it's still going, still out there. And we definitely should keep an eye on it because there's a lot happening with this thing still. Well, they're still talking about tsunami warnings. If that falls off. Oh, oh yeah. Man, could you imagine that? I couldn't imagine that. Something like 300 meters or something. I don't know, 300 feet or 100, I don't know what it is, 100 meters. Still a 300-foot wave coming at you. Wouldn't that pretty much just take out most of New York? I think it'd take out most of the, east, the eastern seaboard. Yeah, probably. Well, we had a major event, GJ, happen this past weekend, and um, we have we have some. Well, we need to plan for a lot of the places that are happening. Uh, that where this is happening, but we had some tornadoes literally rip through, um, just rip through the Midwest. So this is the one you had right here. This is the the what do you call it? The communion table. This is the one you sent me. Yeah, I sent it, but I don't see it. I don't know. And then the last one, well, I don't even remember seeing it. I think you're making stuff up for me, dude. Trying to make me, trying to carry the show again. Well, you know, for some reason. There's no picture. Where is it, dude? There's no, yeah. I don't know. It's not there. Oh, my gosh. This is, this is the article you sent me. Oh this is what gosh. I popped up. All right. Tell well, us about it. Well, yeah, I'll tell you about it. So the tornado comes through. A couple of things about this tornado. Tornadoes typically don't happen this time of year in the Midwest, United States. So that, that's a rarity right there. That's one. And then <clears throat> I'll find that picture. So anyway, one of the places, I think it was in Kentucky, at a church. Church is destroyed. There's the table up front. And all of a sudden, all you see is the, the cross intact. Like everything around it is destroyed, and this cross is standing up on its own. <clears throat> so it's pretty amazing. And it, it's like, uh, I don't know, a while back there was a fire, and then they brought out, and there was a Bible still intact. I mean, it was a little singed on the on the edges. Do you remember that? I think that was in California. Yeah, that was in California. I do remember that. Uh, and I'm so, looking up that picture now. Let's see if so we right, can find it. So, so right there, that's the living word. So anyway, let's just keep mulling. We'll find well, it. If, if yeah. we find it, we can put it in the chat. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. So I did want to talk a little bit more about these tornadoes because what uh, I have a little video here just to kind of give people a little bit of it. Oh, you, you got video. Kind of yeah. Thing. What 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 is what's going on here? You have video. You have photos. The ones I give you have nothing. Well, I mean, I only put up the links you send me. That's oh. all I do. <laughs> I don't know why it's not showing, but here, let's just check out. They're calling Thanks. them apocalyptic tornadoes in America. Yeah. All right, before we play it, before we play it. Oh, before we play it. Okay. How many times are we hearing the word apocalyptic in the news headlines? On different stuff. It's not all even tied and to the weather. I mean, it is becoming a main word because what we've seen in mainstream media across the globe is when something is could happen or it's going to happen, they start to talk about it. Now, it doesn't matter. It's mean it's going to happen right now. They're just 
they're prepping. They're either in fear or they're prepping for the new narrative. Absolutely. We have more to share about that. And not only the word apocalyptic, but the word Armageddon has been popping up as well. So people are starting to get more familiar with these words, especially in the media. I mean, let's play this for you real quick. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's four minutes, but I did want uh, people to see because they actually captured some of the storm in the lightning. So here we go. I mean, I wish I could stop. I, I tried to pause it when we first, when I had this up here before, but that, that's something to tell you a little bit about the storm. This is not just any tornado storm. So normally, as most people may know, and they do a little research, you find out that uh, these storms, these, these, I keep calling them volcanoes, these tornadoes that have a rating. So EF1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. There it is. That's the communion table and the cross that was still standing in the church that was demolished by one of these tornadoes, actually the tornado out of Kentucky. Way to go, man. Way to go. Thanks for pulling that up. Well, but let's our, just, let's our, just our, our intern pulled it up. <laughs> yeah, that... Woo! Nicely done. Good Nicely Good done. Job. Good job. Very well done. Very well done. Well, these tornadoes, they, they have ratings. So e, EF1, mm-hmm. EF2, F3, F4, or 5 EF5 is the highest that we know of. And the EF4s, EF5s, they have a debris field that's about eight to nine kilometers, right? So that's not, I mean, that's not very many, but that's, that's, that's pretty big. This particular tornado, they actually classified it because of the wind speed. That's what gives it the classification is the wind speed. So the wind speed around it only was, a, was about an EF3, which you would think, oh, that's not too bad. But the foot it left, Instead of eight to nine uh, K, eight to nine kilometer debris uh, field, which is the width of it, 12 to 15 kilometers wide, 12 to 15 kilometers. So we're talking, it's almost 75% bigger in this debris field and its width. But even though the wind was not as strong as an EF4 and EF5, they don't have a classification for this. This was from what we know, the largest tornado in recorded history. And they don't even have a scale for it. it. And the length of its path was almost 200 miles long. So it stayed on the ground, connected between the sky and the ground for 200 miles. Demolished towns, demolished uh, farmland, actually an Amazon building, completely almost destroyed an Amazon building. And there's still searching for people and survivors. So this was a very devastating storm. This is not a normal storm. And especially, and as you mentioned, GJ, they just don't happen this time of year. This is not tornado time of year. So I would definitely call this an apocalyptic kind of storm, don't, wouldn't you? Absolutely, on, on so many levels. I mean, one is the size, two, the length that it stayed on the ground. And, you know, I live in the Midwest. Now, it started to the east where we live. So we were, we were actually started a little south, southeast. So we we weren't in the in, involved in it whatsoever. <clears throat> Although we've had a lot in this area, <clears throat> but typically they'll go, and they'll be floating, and then like we had one two years ago went right over our house. I mean, mm. you can literally see, it. and then, I mean it was way up in the air, and it goes over the house, and then it touched down about like ten miles 
to the east. And so typically what they'll do is they'll, they'll hover and then they'll hit and they'll go for a period of time and then they go up and or they just dissipate. So, I mean, so what does that tell you from a spiritual standpoint, Dan? Well, it just continues to tell me that the the signs in the sky and the storms and the earthquakes and the pestilences, they're all increasing, um, least to a scale, I would say, even if it's not a number, it's to a scale that we've never seen before. Now, uh, this is in recorded history. I do have to give that caveat, so we don't really know if there are any stronger ones back in the last couple of thousand years. But what we do know is that there's a lot of other signs other than just that. That are happening right now. Uh, one thing that I thought was pretty interesting, and I'm going to pop this up on the screen, is that NASA has this new tool. I, I'm really curious about your reaction to this, GJ, because NASA has this real-time tool where you can see all the asteroids near Earth. So you can actually track asteroids as they're uh, as they're flying by. Now. Is this because they're prepping people with, hey, we want to give them enough time so they can see them coming? So if we miss one, then we're not liable for it if something happens? I don't know. But I think it's pretty interesting that have come out with this way of seeing the asteroids that are near Earth come flying by with a real-time tool. So I'm looking forward to actually checking this out. This is not a picture of an actual asteroid. But, I mean, it, maybe it is. I don't know. But this is uh, what one could look like. So if you're looking for a real-time tool to be able to kind of check out and see what's going on with the asteroids, check out NASA's real-time tool online. And you, too, can see what's coming. Well, I'm glad they got the tool now because they didn't have the tool, what, two months ago when that one big one came by and they go, oh, we didn't see it? I mean, seriously? Oh. Oh. I forgot. <laughs> Things that make you go. Are you serious? So, all right, here you go, GJ. Here's your next one. We're going to move on to wars and rumors of wars. Um, I thought this was pretty cool, but why don't you walk us through this? This is the Space Force one you sent me. So a lot of people don't, don't even realize what Space Force is. So it's like a new... Uh, branch of service under the United States military. And the U.S. Space Force, I mean, now is doing a lot of different things. And obviously, they're controlling a lot of the satellites and, you know, for both from a de defense standpoint and from a, a uh, weaponry. So, I mean, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, my field of endeavor originally when I was in the U.S. Army uh, was satellite communication. So, it, you know, anytime this kind of stuff, perks, you know, piques my interest. <clears throat> so now the Space Force is now holding war games. All right, so we've had war games out in the Pacific with the Navy and the Marines and the Air Force. Now we got, you know, Space Force. It's like all these different things are happening with the various branches of service on a global scale. So those are so, so two things about this. One is rumors of war. This isn't about a rumor of war. This is like, okay, we're preparing for war. And then the other part of it is, is more and more we're having this dialogue. So it's like, hmm, what's really going on that we don't know about? Absolutely. What is going on? That is a huge question. I mean, I, I tend to think that, and this is just my opinion, but 
a lot of the meteors that we're seeing or because I know the Thai and I in the last year that we've lived here in Northern California, we've seen way more of what we would consider a meteor flying by than we pretty much have seen in the last 20 years of being in this area or even in California in general. And we used to live right near Vandenberg Air Force Base where they shoot up a lot of the missiles, the satellites. It's kind of one of those launch pads, just like Cape Canaveral in Florida. But and we would see things going up all the time and we would eventually or every now and then would see something come down. But the amount we're seeing is kind of odd. So it kind of makes me think, what else is going on up there that we don't know about? But then if we take a look at Revelation and it says that they've seen what they've seen stars coming down out of the heavens. Somebody who would have written that back in the early, um, part of the of the millennium, as far like when Jesus was here and when John the Revelator was seeing these things, he could have he could have thought that those missiles coming down were stars, or are they actual stars? I don't know. So there's a lot to be thought of here, and it, I know some of it's speculation, some of it could be figurative, as, as, and uh, and we could be reading into it more than we think. But I tend to think that that's what we're seeing right now is maybe that some of these things are happening there. There's a lot more happening up in the atmosphere, upper atmosphere of our world than we would know. And, um, and that's just, that we can also point to that with the whole thing with China because China and then Russia now talking about those hypersonic missiles that can go all the way around the earth and then hit a target. Um, so there's a lot more happening up there. So I'm going to say, but speaking of Russia, we have a few things to talk about for Russia. And then you sent me this one right here. This is the first one that we want to talk about, but, Talking about the blitz with Ukraine. So again, it's that's heightening between Russia and Ukraine, and Ukraine was formerly part of the the Soviet Union. So there's a lot of tension there, uh, and it just continues to build up. And and Putin, the leader of Russia, is definitely being boisterous about it. So which which leads to another thing. So part of the show is is just bringing awareness. You know, what are the signs? What's happening? We're seeing more and more in the news about things that are happening in the sky. We're seeing more and more news about all these different things, about rumors of war or preparation for war all across the globe. I mean, these are now regular headlines. They used to be like, uh, unless something really happened, you never heard about it. So which leads me to believe is there's a preparation going on. And whether it's a false narrative or a real narrative as far as being prepared, I believe these things are really happening. So I don't say believe it's false. Um, well, you know, when certain things, so there's a preparation going on and uh, God's got his hands on all of it, even even on the things that are may not be legit. God's got his hand on it. And I just keep Absolutely. saying more and more and you can just feel it. I know we've talked about about this before is that you can just feel it spiritually. You can feel it like a lot of a lot of crazy things going on. A lot of stupid things are going on. I mean, pick up any <clears throat> news headline and uh, start reading and just read the headlines and i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh i literally could go all day long might be just leaning to the side the entire time why don't we just stay leaning to the side we'll do the whole show like this one (laughs) well uh, speaking of russia though russia also threatens threatens not saying they've done it yet but threatens to deploy nuclear warheads in europe and get this, they're they're saying that they're saying they may do that because oh, there are indirect indications that NATO was also deploying nuclear warheads 
to Europe. So again, this is wars and rumors of wars. And Jesus was very clear that these things would continue to happen and increase. And so with the, with the number of things happening with the countries around the world, with China, China, and we, we've talked about China a lot in the last couple of months, where just, just over the last couple of days, they came out and said again that they would attack United States troops in force if they tried to come to Taiwan's aid with any kind of conflict that they're going to have. China's already talking like the conflict is going to happen. Not that it may happen, but it will happen. And they're saying that they will not have any mercy on U.S. troops if they decide to come to Taiwan's aid. So wars and rumors of wars happening all over the place. So uh, I don't want, I mean, we're not trying to scare everybody into this, but as GJ just said, we want people to be aware of it so that they can keep their eye out. And you know what? We need to be praying. We need to be praying for those that are in those areas, praying for us to be aware. Our eyes will be open to what's happening around us. And um, yeah, not really much more I can say about that. But well, well, let me let me add to that while you pull up the next the next item, in, which I have nothing, and you got a whole list as usual. Um, I do. Yeah, um, that's why we have to be ready. That's why we have to be ready and right with Christ. I mean, that that there, I literally saw pictures of people taking and they had up, uploaded them to their Instagram account or Facebook account. And, you know, minutes before the tornado hit their house, you know, and they were all happy and nobody thought about they woke up that day and all of a sudden a tornado is going to take them out. And, and, and some some people, their, their lives perish. And just like with all the other things that are going on, I mean, that's why you have to be prepared and right with Christ, because you never know when it is your day. And most people don't wake up saying, today's my day. You know, whether it's a car accident, whether it's a heart attack, whether it's a tornado or a war. Um, yeah. That's why that's another reason why we do the show is make people aware. However, all, none of this could happen right now. And you go out and get hit by a bus. So yeah. God well, have mercy on your soul, Dan. Hey, you know what? That even though we're saying that in jest. It is very true. I, that's exactly what I pray for those that decide that they're not going to heed and listen to the warnings that, that the prophets in the Bible have put out. There are many people and believers and, and pastors and teachers that are teaching about the end times, which I'm glad that they are and they should. I think more pastors should be talking about it. I think every pastor should at least uh, disciple people in this, in this conversation because they need to be watching. But, um, and preaching the Let gospel. Me just pop this up. Yeah, and preaching the gospel. Well, that's number one, but this is all part of the gospel, right? This is the whole combination of all these events is the end times. And then when it comes to the point where Jesus has that battle of Armageddon and he takes over, he's going to reign here for a thousand years. And we want to set up for that. So here's, here's one of the things that I saw that kind of uh, is like a leading up to the tribulation because it says the love of many will grow cold. And this is in the end times. And what that makes me think of is it makes me think of people that potentially are Christians. Maybe they're thinking about it, but their, their love of God and their love of others will actually wax cold during the end times. I saw this today and I thought, man, this is interesting. Most Americans and many Christians don't believe that Jesus existed before being born. And so what this was taken from, this was taken from a LifeWay research. Actually found that, uh, people, uh, most Americans believe that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, 
but less than half believe that Jesus even existed prior to being born on that first Christmas. The whole point about Jesus is the fact that he is the son of God and he was there before the creation of the world. Paul talks about that in his letters where he says that Jesus was, was the one from the word was, and John even said it from the word who was Jesus, life was created. Without him, he would not have been created. So for a lot of Christians, a lot of Americans to say that he wasn't even existing before he was born, we need to say he's not the son of God. He's just a human. So um, I thought that was interesting, something that could be a precursor to leading up to the tribulation. Um, it's, it's definitely, it's being watered down. And we see it. I mean, right now it's Christmas time and, and just drive around. I mean, I drive around our city. We actually go drive around and see the, the Christmas lights and see you know what people do. And, and you're seeing fewer and fewer mangers out in the yard. We're used to like see... That was a predominant thing out other than lights around the tree. Uh, <clears throat> so we're seeing well, more and more how it's be, we're being desensitized as a society, which is part of what is shared in the Bible in the end days. And, and the, the one thing that I encourage everyone that's watching or listening to this is that do you, it's one thing to believe in Jesus. It's another one that, you know, you know, let's say you believe that he was, you know, in existence before, he was born in Bethlehem. Do you have a relationship with him? And then if you don't believe that before, do you have a relationship? It's never too late to have a relationship. And there's a difference between knowing Jesus or knowing about Jesus and having a personal relationship. It's like having a personal relationship with someone that you know, <clears throat> or do you just know, know somebody? You, know, you might have met them, but you don't really have anything to do with them. They don't have anything to do with you. Or do you have a personal relationship? They're, that's what I'm getting at. And Jesus is part of the, the, the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And it's real. And I mean, we can't convince you of this. That's why it says that you need to go by faith. Uh, when somebody accepts that Jesus is the Son of God and, and confesses that, they're doing that by faith because you cannot see him, you cannot see it, but you can believe what of the history, you can believe what God has already presented. You can see him and you can see God, you can see Jesus through the creation of the world. You just spend some time out in nature and you understand the power that's there. And it, and it could not have just happened. So I did uh, want to share one other thing about leading up to the tribulation, GJ. And I'm going to play this about 20 to 25 seconds of this particular speech. This is Prince Charles, and he is at the, the Global Climate Summit was called COP26. We talked about this a couple months ago. And uh, we mentioned actually that the Pope had met with a bunch of religious leaders right beforehand. And, and by the way, it's according to the news, the Pope is actually suffering and, and failing physically and in his health. So there may, there may be a new Pope sometime soon. That's interesting. Just saying, I'm putting that out there. And, uh, but at COP26, Prince Charles, and people were, have been watching this video now for the last couple months, but something that he said, I heard it the other day when somebody pointed it out, and I had to go and find the video for myself. So um, you may have seen this, GJ, I'm not sure yet, but I want to just play this video. I want you to notice something he, that he says in this 20 to 30 seconds. So I'm going to go ahead and play it right now. So no, the countries, many of whom are burdened, 
by growing levels of debt simply cannot afford to go green. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. With trillions at his disposal. Did you hear what he said? That very last, that very last comment right there. I'm going to go ahead and play one more time for you. Global private sector. With trillions at his disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect, beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. Many of your countries. So let me go back uh, now that I have it up here. The strength of the global private sector with trillions at his disposal. It says it's there, but it almost sounds like he's saying his. But trillions at his disposal. Or even if it was it's, what is he talking about there? He's talking about an entity. He's talking about something or someone. And that just triggered for me because I'm thinking, here's this global stage, and they're talking about the fact that they need to gather together all of the world's resources and put it under the authority of either an entity or a person. And now we know that the Antichrist, when he comes into power, it will be at his disposal. So whether you want to hear his words as it's or his, this was pointed out to me, and I thought, man, I just needed to hear it for myself. Without, with, without turning on the, uh, the CCTV kind of thing, where it says it's, it's certainly, and I've listened to this thing maybe 50 times, it certainly sounds like to me he's saying his. And, um, but either way, I just wanted to point that out because that was something that made me go, hmm, and leading up to the tribulation. So what are your thoughts on this, GJ? <clears throat> well, several. One is good, good, good find. And it does sound like his, and like you said, whether it's its or his, uh, even if it's under an it, an organization, somebody's going to be in charge. And the one thing that happens is, is the Antichrist assumes power, and it's all for good. It, it, that's that's how it looks. It looks like oh, this is good, and and this, you know, we need to do these things. So even what he's saying is, we need to do these things for good. And there's people that. There's countries that are struggling and they can't do this, so let's help them. So it's all under the guise of one world control, government, and the Antichrist ends up ruling that. Now, will that come into play before the Antichrist shows himself? That's yet to be determined. Um, what we do know is that at one point, he does assume power and you will not be able to buy any goods or do anything. And we've given enough snippets, especially over the last couple of months, of things that are happening right before our eyes that are now becoming part of government or private sector or even down to the the you know the average person like us in which i have one that made me go hmm and it's leading up to the tribulation and i couldn't find it again after i saw it and it was on instagram so but before i go there um back to you yeah, well, the only thing I'll mention here is I just kind of went to that spot where the words said, we need a vast military-style campaign. That, I caught now, that. And so when, when you're talking about a global climate change and the fact that there is, it's necessary to have a vast military-style campaign, that means there, if there are military that will be sent into these nations. There'll be military that'll be all around the world 
to help enforce something. It's not because they're talking about climate change and how to fix it, but they're talking about enforcing something, which means that there will be a global control. So just wanted to uh, point that out. I, I think that we should be listening to these things and making sure that we're understanding these things. Well, I'm not sure, GJ, if the thing you were looking for is this right here, but if it is, then we're thinking the same way because this is what I wanted to talk about today. I knew you had the, uh, I knew I didn't know what it was. I hadn't seen it. This, this is the first time I've seen either one of these. And uh, cause you don't share with me. Um, I have to share with you. <laughs> Just throwing that out I there. Told today. Just, I told you about it yesterday. All right. Well, do you want to do yours first before we hit this one? It doesn't matter. It's up to you. That, that yours is better. But so one of the things we've talked about is is uh, CGI, the CGI where oh, yeah. you can actually, you know, <clears throat> show a photo and then all of a sudden that person could become that person, you know, and, and it looks real. So on Instagram now, they have an app and I wish I had gone to it. And I was, it was one of those times where I was just looking real quick and then I went back and I couldn't find it. So it was an ad and it was before an app that you can take your picture. And then put it on, and then you can put your put yourself where you look like you're doing something or whatever, and it looks like it's literally you, and all it is is your face. But it's it's pretty amazing. So I'm, I'm I'm like, what caught my eye? It's not the technology; is that now it is available to the average person. All you got to do is get this app. So I'll, I'll we'll find that out, and and I'm not doing a plug for the app. I'm just saying. One of the things we see it on a bigger scale that before it comes to mainstream, now it's happening mainstream, which which is also scary because you know we say, hey, that's funny, that's cool. But they literally could take and make you look like me and me look like you. And uh, you can see how a lot of people could be made to look like they did something that they didn't do. That, that's where my thought is because it, it's fun and cool. It can also be used for evil. Well, yeah, especially when right now a lot of Christians are being persecuted and they can say, or even a certain political background, they can say, well, this, they, these people did this and blame it on either Christians or that or certain political background. And then how can you prove it wrong? Right. I mean, right. it's right. When you have the government against you, it's very difficult to, to win in any situation like that. So, well, let me go ahead and pop this up. Um, this kind of is going to lead us into the discussion of love and judgment. But I've I've been watching this and and following. Let me just pop this off the screen so you can see a little bit better. But um, this is a sculpture that was given to the United Nations by uh, one of the governments in Mexico. So Mexico uh, made this sculpture. It sends it to the United Nations. Now. Somebody might think, well, that's a pretty cool looking sculpture, right? That's like, a, that's just, that just shows all of what Mexico is all about, right? And uh, this is, this art is so wonderful. And here's what I want to point out. So there are two passages of scriptures. And uh, when I was in uh, seminary and, and going through theology and going through the eschatology or end times passages in Daniel and Revelation, there is a beast that is mentioned and, um, and it's actually described, okay? So this beast that was described as the first, and this is 
Daniel chapter seven, verse four says, the first was like a lion and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a human being. And the mind of a human was given to it. And then in Revelation chapter 13, verses one and two, it says, then I saw a beast rising up out of the sea and had seven heads and 10 horns with 10 crowns on its horns and written on each head were names that blasphemed God. This beast looked like a leopard, but it had the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion and the dragon gave the beast his own power and throne and great authority. Now, the United Nations is in New York City, and I know I'm drawing a lot of speculation here, so I'm not trying to say, this is it, you should, this is what we're talking about. What I'm saying is, is that it's very interesting that this particular sculpture was, was given to the United Nations. The United Nations is in New York City. You've heard us talk about the great mystery Babylon in the past and the fact that New York City could be that place. It certainly is a place where somebody could set up shop as a one world government because the United Nations and NATO is based out of out of New York City. So, but, and there's a lot of financial control. And we have already talked about the fact that a lot of the nations in the world have, they can now have a global tax of 15%. So I'm just saying this is, I'm pointing to the fact that scripture talks about what it says, it looks like a lion had the wings of an eagle. You can't get any more clear than this to me. Now, what Mexico says is that this is a, this is a leopard with the wings of an eagle. So if you're going, again, go back to Daniel. I'm not even sure if he had even ever seen a leopard in Babylon, but he could have described it as something that looked like a lion. And obviously this looks like a lioness. This definitely looks like eagle's wings to me. And I'm just saying, this is very interesting. It's something that made go, that's weird. <laughs> and um, I just want to get your response on that before I move on with the love and judgment thing. There's my response. <laughs> um, well, the the other thing is we're seeing more and more of these types of uh, statues. Uh, you know, Amazon's building the Tower of, of Babel as their headquarters in, in Washington, D.C., uh, right outside Washington, D.C., you know, and it looks like the Tower of Babel. They don't, they're not calling it the Tower of Babel. That's what it looks like. So we're seeing more and more of these things. And, you know, you know, a month ago, we had talked about that concert. I mean, more and more as Satan is showing himself, whether it's in idolatry or statues or, or, you know, shoes or concerts or the Super Bowl. I mean, we're seeing more and more and more of Satan showing himself in different ways right out in the open. Where it used to be like is behind, you know, in, in the darkness that we didn't see. Oh, hey, <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> well, do my best. Yeah. Um, thanks to our intern. Woo. Good job. Woo. Come on, intern. <laughs> Good job, Dan, well, the intern. Yay. Yay. GJ, the intern. Um, <laughs> again, it, it's, it's just happening right before us. And on, on every level, every level. And like you said, Dan, Daniel could not have. Um, known or seen this except through what you know god showed him yes and it you know i st every once in a while and just full confession every once in a while i think about it i'm like is this really are we just sharing stuff and we're just trying to find something and then something like this happens and uh i just get 
I just get to that point where I'm like, no, I need to keep, we need to keep this message moving forward. We just have to, we just need, we have to have people look at things. I would rather be called uh, someone like the sons of Issachar, who they were the ones that knew about the times and the things that are around them and, and be aware of what's happening than to be caught on by surprise. And God said these things for a reason he is leading us into these ways because he loves us, okay? He loves us. But there is a judgment that's coming. And that judgment that co- that's coming, a lot of people can say, well, if God loves us, he wouldn't do that to us. No, that's not true. It's because he loves us that he gives us the opportunity to be able to get to know him and be in full relationship with him. And so it's kind of why I wanted to read First um, chapter 4, verses 7 through 21. I can't say it any better than this. It says, dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. It says, dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the father sent his son to be the savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the son of God have God living in them and they live in God. We know how much God loves us and he has put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. This shows that we have not fully experienced this perfect love. We love each other because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For we don't love people we can see. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. I, I couldn't sum up, GJ, the, the gospel message any better than First John chapter 4, verses uh, 7 through 21. So I was hoping, GJ, you could kind of walk us through that a little bit. And first from what your dad is saying in his Bible and from your own heart and thoughts, and then we'll lead people in prayer for salvation. Well, one of the things that you said, and we touched upon it in, earlier in the show, is, you know, about, I don't know what the number was. Many Americans believe that Jesus was born. He was not alive beforehand. And you said in that scripture, God sent his son. He didn't create mm. the son. He didn't born have the son born. He sent the son. So that tells me that he was alive and well and was sent. Just like I'm sending someone on a mission. So he sent Jesus, his son, on a mission. So that was something that I caught there. The other thing is um, going to my dad's Bible. I think what you said, I mean, I mean, what what more there is to say other than we need to love each other. And and the other thing, we talk about all these different things that are scary or could be scary or be, you know, full of, you know, death and whatever, uh, and, and sin. <clears throat> and, and my dad highlighted 
He that cometh sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. Well, if Satan was there in the beginning, then so was Jesus. So that was another subtlety um, my, my dad highlighted in, in his Bible. And, and I'm just looking at all the notes that he took, and I'm just like, my dad was preparing for eternal life, and now he's passed, you know, almost a year ago. And uh, I find comfort that he has eternal life. So I, I find comfort in those that have passed that I know have eternal life. And, and he said, well, some, some missed that opportunity. So our message is to be aware for you who's listening or watching. And, and, and God is providing love. And we have that choice. So we, we can choose to sin and we can choose to love. And, and be closer to, to God, and that's through Jesus. And our whole our whole prayer is is to for you to have that peace and to eternal life. And, and right now, I mean, if the tornado came and took us out here, I mean, yeah, it, it would it would suck. I just know that if my life goes, I know I have eternal life, and I find peace in that. Even though I'm not ready to go, because I feel like God's using me to 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 have impact in the world, and when He's done then he'll call me home, whether that's through death or through uh, the rapture, which I believe is not far away, as Reuben pointed out in the chat, you know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in the two-minute warning. So my prayer and my heart goes out to each and every one of you to find Jesus. I mean, through all this craziness and all this stuff, and I look at it now, I mean, I get rattled when I see some of the stuff that's out there, just like that statue, just like the you know, you turn on TV and Alita and I had this conversation last night is look at all the stuff, even in the trailers, go to the movie, the movies. There's so much evil in these trailers now. That's just like, it's just getting more and more and more, which it means we're on that collision course, you know, and then sales, it's like, get into the funnel, have them get into a funnel. And the funnel slowly gets tighter and tighter, and tighter till there's a result of some type. And I feel like that's what's happening spiritually. That's what's happening physically. And obviously from a, a an emotional state, we're seeing it on a global scale with all the stupid things that are going on, regardless what you agree or don't agree with, um, the emotional and ang anxiety that exists today. So there's peace in Jesus. And that is our number one message. There's peace in Jesus. And the only way to the father is through him. And, um, no matter what's going on, no matter where you're at in the world, we have people listening to us all over the world, which is amazing to us. And um, you can find that peace no matter what. And you can have eternal life. And I think that's the thing that just keeps coming. It's the number one driver I have now is how do I help people have eternal life with Jesus, not with Satan, in hell? Yep, absolutely. We would love to see the entire world come to know Christ. I mean, that's what First Peter talks about, where it says God desires none. Or he desires all, none to not, I'm not sure what I'm saying here, but he desires all people to come to repentance, is what it says in First Peter. And that's what our desire would be. But if we could just reach and gather together and get a billion people to hear about Jesus and come to know him, I mean, that, that's something we can't do alone. But well, we can certainly pray. And then Gigi and I will do our best every single week, every single day to make that a reality. 
We want to pray right now because we believe that there's a moment for you if you've been watching all the way through or you're just putting it on right now. And sometime this week, this is Tuesday the 14th, but sometime in the next seven days before we do this again, if if you're watching this, this is your moment right now. Today is your day of salvation. And so we want you to pray this prayer with us. If the Lord's been tugging at your heart, saying, or, or as I was listening to somebody say the other day, there are so many Muslim uh, people from Islam that are having dreams of who Jesus is and they're giving their life over to him and they've actually not even read a Bible yet. So if you're in one of those countries and you're listening to this right now, let this be your confirmation that what you just dreamt about is exactly what we're talking about. So all you have to do is say this prayer and, um, and in your heart, believe that Jesus is the son of God, came to take away the sin of the world and accept the forgiveness that he's offered to you. So we're gonna do that right now. Let's give people a chance to do that. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for you, for your son, Jesus, that you sent him to this world so that we could live in a, in a relationship with you forever. And he provided that way. He provided the opportunity. So today we say with our hearts, we confess that we are lost without you. We've broken your law. Jesus is the son of God that came to take away our sin. And we accept your forgiveness right now. Lord, teach me to live according to your ways, according to your word, to follow your commands and follow your instructions and give me the strength and the courage to share it with others as we live through the rest of our days. Lord, be with us and help us every single day to come to know you better and better. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I don't know, but I was hearing something in the background. I think it was like a little kid's toy, so... I can hear that. <laughs> no, that's our that's our I can, washing machine. <laughs> I can I, I can hear it now with these these on. So if you prayed that, you have eternal life, and God's going to grab a hold of you, and God's going to show you a different path. All you got to do is be obedient and follow that path. And and for those that you know knew, know of Jesus, knew Jesus beforehand, he just went off. <clears throat> you did a walkabout, which sometimes that happens, and I know I I want. For a season of walkabout, and I'm glad I'm back and walking with him. Um, God will show you as well. And God has forgiveness. And God will take your pain away. So lean into him. We thank you. As my dad would say, hallelujah. 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 You do it better. Are we? <laughs> no, no, you do it. You do it the way he did it. You're the son. I'm just an heir. That was a reference to Jesus. All right, man. You guys have a great week. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll be coming to you next time until Jesus comes back. If he does, we'll see you up in heaven, hopefully. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.